0: Welcome to the Fulfillment Project Podcast, where we, the seekers, unite together to step into our higher selves and highest purpose. I'm your host, Simply Sarah, and I'm glad that we have found each other here today. My aim for this show is to give you some tools and strategies, along with the awareness of emotional intelligence and intuition, as you create a life and business from alignment, creating more joy and fulfillment every single day. Welcome to today's episode on the Fulfillment Project podcast. I am your host, Sarah Fennell. And today I want to talk about the five ways that I myself am prioritizing my own alignment right now in this season of life and business that I'm in. I am in, I'll say like an incredible season full of so many learning lessons and so many challenges, but yet so much joy and so much expansion and so much new creativity and creation. It's been a year of Just so many different things. If you've been following the podcast for any length of time, especially this year, you've noticed that I've been shifting uh, into a personal brand, Simply Sarah, which comes with a new message and new offerings and restructuring and rebuilding and creation of absolutely everything. And this isn't the first time that I've pivoted. I've pivoted at my fitness business and my holistic health business, business coaching with Joe, which was my past business. And now moving into teaching aligned manifestation. So this is the what you this is the third time that I've pivoted and the fourth business model that I have run. And so I could say that I'm seasoned in, in what it takes to pivot and even more wise going through this now for the third time of actually pivoting and committing to myself to do it right you know, on here, I've, I've talked about manifestation. I've talked about aligned manifestation and misaligned manifestation. And if you're anything like me, you're the go-getter, you're the achiever, you're the one who knows how to take an action plan and put it into place. It's like, coach, just like give me the plan and I'll do it. You're not afraid of hard work. You're not afraid of putting in the time and the effort and what it takes to actually build something like you you know how to create, but are we creating an alignment or misalignment? And alignment will always bring expansiveness. It will bring joy. It will bring a newfound purpose. It will bring more meaning to your life. It will be good for not only just you, but from the collective and a whole perspective. But when we are manifesting from misalignment, this is where there comes struggle. There can be burnout. There can feel like there's disappointment. There is lack of fulfillment. There will be sacrifice to the point of consequences on yourself. And we'll talk about that And so my commitment this year and a reason for pivoting was that I am not creating a new business model unless I am doing it in full alignment or at least in the process of aligned manifestation and truly learning from that journey within the process of it all. And because I've created out of alignment and I've created in alignment. If you listen to my last episode, I share a couple examples of that. And I know that creating an alignment always brings me exactly what I need and more. And it's more so about the feeling. And this is really important to talk about when it comes to business and thinking patterns that I've caught myself in, where if we're only looking at the results or the outcome or the number perspective financially of course we need to focus on finances from a business perspective but if that is our only focus and we're not focusing on how we're creating things how it's making you feel in that process what it is giving or taking from your life and asking yourself am I really creating what I want to create and making sure you're not putting yourself through a period hoping that there's relief or reward on the other side of struggle struggles different than challenge though let's just make that clear and so coming back to, am I truly creating an alignment? And here's five ways that I'm really navigating my alignment. And so number one is honoring my vision and time. So I started, I had this vision for Simply Sarah back in November, talked to about it with Joe in December of how I want to go out and build my own brand and really started working on this at the beginning of the year. Um, and I had no monetary outcome expected of this at that time because i wanted to i i knew how to honor the process and honor my time of getting this out and so for the past year and a half uh my my business coaching business has been in what i call maintenance mode and so there hasn't been any new development of anything or new creation or new structuring of the business or growth in that business model whatsoever it's been in maintenance and so income for myself has come from uh, our mastermind clients, and my private coaching, which exists in six or 12-month containers. And so the cash flow or PL within our business has been very predictable from that standpoint because we have locked in clients from a longer-term basis and focusing on private clients because they do yield the highest amount of revenue as opposed to doing group-based programs. And so whenever you're pivoting, it's important to understand the process. And this helps me honor my time and, and my vision because I have a vision and I could run full force at it. But I have to look at what, where is this taking from if I'm running full force with it? Am I honoring the other things that I'm going to talk about here and making sure that that vision plays out as it should in an aligned perspective? And so the process of piv- pivoting takes time. This is something that took me a while to learn. And as someone who's pivoted three times, I hope that you will take value from this. We can have a vision we can know where it wants to go we could see the potential for the income we can like see it all and entrepreneurs are really great at doing this doing like entrepreneurial math you know uh looking at a program or an offer and we're like i'm going to charge this amount of money and if i want to make this amount of revenue then i need this amount of clients into it and looking at that entrepreneurial math can be very exciting but recognizing what it takes to actually pivot a business and throughout the years i have learned that it takes time and i've really honored that time and that vision to look at 2022 as completely rebuilding and not having too high of expectations from a financial perspective. Even though I have a great audience, even though Joe and I, you know, from the past business model, multiple, 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 six figures, I don't expect a complete step out of one direction and into another direction. And there and there to be just a parallel of success there. And so if you're running a business model right now, looking at how long have you put into that business model? What is the know, like, and trust that your audience or your community has for that? How skilled are you at that? How many systems and processes and organization has been put into that business to create that model to where it's running at today? That takes time. And so even though we know how to do all the the logical stuff of business, there is a transitionary period. Number one, getting your audience on board for the message that you are going to be moving them into. And so this year for me, it's been a sifting and sorting of my social media um, and of my email list as to who is moving forward with me on this journey of this aligned manifestation message and teaching this. I've been getting a ton of unsubscribes from my email list and I'm not taking it personally at all, because I know from the past, there are people who are going to want to continue on this journey with me. And there are people who are just not going to resonate with that message. And I need to be okay with that and even the people that are on board with the messaging and they're like, "Yeah, sir, like I get it and I love everything that you're putting out." And I've been getting a ton of positive feedback, but even though I'm getting that positive feedback, it doesn't mean that that's going to turn into monetary success right away. There is no like and trust that needs to be built with those people who are going to resonate with that message moving forward. And so, as an example, when I launched my fitness business, I had been putting out YouTube and Facebook content for 2 years before I launched that business. Now I replaced my dental hygiene income in 30 days from launching my fitness business, but it was two years of building an audience, allowing them to get to know, like trust and decide as to whether they want to invest or go on a journey with me or learn from the knowledge and skills that I have to teach them. And so being careful, being mindful of what it's going to take for your audience to move with you. When I moved from Uh, my fitness and health business into business coaching, started shifting that message in 2017, it was six months for my social media to be able to get on board with that for leads to start coming through. But it doesn't mean that people weren't listening. It doesn't mean that people weren't following along. along. There is a gestation period for everything that we are creating. And so to be patient, to honor the vision and to honor the time that it takes to actually move this all forward. The other way that I have been honoring my time and my vision is allowing things to take longer than perhaps what I had expected. I'm recognizing this with the book that I'm writing. So I'm writing a book. It's called Follow the Joy. It's the book on aligned manifestation and teaching you how to do that. Uh, It's coming out in November and writing is taking me longer than I had anticipated. I've never written a book before. Like I didn't know what that process was like and having to honor those really deep dive states. I have been writing in like spurts of maybe I'm like out for my walk or I'm doing cardio or I'm you know, like laying in bed, playing with my, my kitty cats or something like that. And I get a download or an idea or a spark of something. I'll make notes and maybe do some like a paragraph of writing, but I've really been enjoying deep diving into three, four hour pockets where I can truly get immersed into that process. And it's taking longer than needed. And, and, and I've been honoring that because I'm the one that creates the deadlines. I'm the one that creates the structure. I'm the one that creates the environment for how everything is going to be brought into creation. So that first way that I'm prioritizing my alignment is through honoring my vision and my time. Uh, The second way that I've been honoring my alignment is commitment to my well-being. As someone who is a high achiever, as someone who knows how to put an action plan into place, as someone who can see a start and a finish line from an action plan, It can be very easy for me to want to just dive all in, become obsessed, rush through things, not prioritize my water, not prioritize my eating, not prioritize my movement and sacrificing myself and sacrificing my well-being. And so a way I've been doing this is to be choosing joy. To recognizing like what truly brings me joy, what lights me up, what makes me feel vibrant, and who do I really need to be to do all the things that I want to do. This has been a uh, a heavy year of uh, creativity. So like having a vision. So it's one thing to like hold a vision. Then it's another thing to micro that vision down and to be able to execute it accordingly. And that is taking a lot of time and it takes a lot of energy. And so I want to make sure that I am in this for the marathon, not the sprint of it all. Even now we're in August and I have my vision till the end of November and looking at this book launch and doing some launches for the Aligned Sisterhood, which is my beta program happening right now. And so much that I want to get out from a marketing perspective for this new brand of Simply Sarah. But I need to look at what is that going to take from my well-being and my health uh, in order to do that without burning out, without sacrificing my alignment, without uh, obsessing and creating a lack of. I'll say balance with the other areas of my life, but looking at how do I create alignment with all the areas of my life and all the things that I want to do, because I've come to learn and I truly believe, and really this is what I teach from an aligned manifestation perspective is that you can have it all. You can be the wife, you can have the body, you can be the mom, you can be the business owner, the service provider, the speaker, the coach, whatever, the daughter, the sister, whoever it is that you want to be, you can be all the things but it's going to take that level of alignment with yourself to be able to look at the harmonization of all of that. And so I used the word balance a moment ago, but I really like to look at alignment as harmonizing all the areas of our life. And if we think about harmony from a uh, orchestra, orchestra perspective, you know, you look at an orchestra playing a beautiful symphony and all the instruments that are needed in that orchestra, orchestra to create that beautiful creation of sound. And, and the harmony needed. So it's not a balance, it's a harmony. You know, when do the trumpets need to play? And when does that bass need to come in? And when do the violins or the violas come into play to create that, that beautiful creation of sound? And that's how I like to look at life is what are the strings that we're pulling or what are the instruments that I'm putting in place or the areas of my life that I'm focusing in order to create a harmony through all of it within a given day, within a given month, year, week, so forth. And so it's not about going all in on something to the point where it sacrifices my well-being because I know that on the other that w- I can create results from focusing all in and going all in and, and such a high commitment and obsessiveness, which is natural for me. But I also know the repercussions on the other side of that through so many patterns that I've seen myself go through. The third way that I am committing to my alignment through this season of my life is commitment to my values. This is huge. This is something that I teach in the Aligned Sisterhood and something that I didn't start working with till this year, and it has been a saving grace. And so values are a set of principles that we all use individually from a guidance perspective for creating decisions. I have given up, uh, or so not given up. I have walked away from business opportunities this year. I have stopped business things this year. I have said no to certain things because they weren't in alignment with my values. And beforehand, when I didn't know my values, I'm usually looking at it from, I'll say maybe an ego perspective, so or from a um, just a non-conscious perspective, or because if I was good at something and I was asked to do something, sure, I'll do it. If I, um, if I know that it's something that I'm used to doing, well, why wouldn't I just continue to do it? Because I've done it all, all before. If I feel like it's expected of me, okay, well, someone expects this of me. I'm good at doing it. I'm used to doing it all the time. I might as well do it. If I can see that this is going to make me maybe a lot of money, okay, yes, I'll say yes to it. So I've been making decisions for a long time Based, not based on values, but based on things that I'm good at, things that I'm known for, things that I've done in the past, maybe because it you know, brought finances and other things that just weren't true to the values and principles that I want to be living my life by. And so knowing what your values are allows you to create boundaries in your life. They allow you to create decisions that are grounded in alignment and that, know, that you know will not sacrifice the things that you're really working towards. And so my five values, I'm going to look up over here to my right if you're watching the video of this because I have them written. They're right in my office. I look at them every day. So my values are health, excellence, joy, peace, and courage. And now when we know our values, now we can filter our decisions through. We can filter our thought processes through. We can filter options through. We can filter our daily schedule through. We can look back on a given week and ask ourselves, hmm, did I?" create out of my values? Did I live within my values? What are some areas that maybe I need to calibrate on? Because we're not looking for perfection here. And this is why I love one of my values is excellence, because when I'm striving for excellence, I'm looking at Where? how am I going to bring out the best side of myself? How am I going to bring out my best work? How am I going to look at the good of the whole as opposed to just the good for myself? So I love that word excellence. And so I look at values as really allowing me to live my life from a place of excellence, to build and create my life, to make decisions from a place of excellence. Because if it is compromising my health, if it is compromising my joy, If it is compromising my peace, if I am not stepping out and being courageous, then it's time to ask, okay, well, why? Why am I making these decisions then? And so when we don't know our values, we're going to make decisions based out of ego, based out of fear-based mindset, based on past conditioning, and just based on more of the same, or maybe what just feels good or what we feel is expected of us without us being grounded and rooted in our own principles for these decisions. The third way that I'm prioritizing my alignment is commitment to the alignment of my feminine energy. This is something that I've struggled with in the past, something I've talked about on the podcast numerous times as a high achiever, as an overachiever, as someone who likes to set goals, as someone who likes to stretch themselves, as someone who loves creativity and to create and to feel such a forward momentum. It can be easy for me just to operate out of my masculine energy which is always the doing, which is always the planning, which is always the organizing, which is the logical, which is the step-by-step, which is the production focused, which is the manifestation outcome focused of things, which is very logical focused, as opposed to my feminine energy, which involves space, which involves rest, which involves time to just be, which involves the process of knowing what opens up my creativity, what allows me to be in a moment to receive guidance to receive help to receive compliments to be able to receive you know money receive whatever it is that you're after and so if i'm not prioritizing my feminine i default to my masculine it's something i'm working on reconditioning actively right now very actively and the more that i have stayed in alignment with my feminine energy the easier this process has been the more fun it has been the more i have allowed play the more i've allowed a flexibility The more that I've committed to my rest and allowed myself to stay in a space of alignment for the full vision that I'm trying to play out. Because manifestation, true aligned manifestation, it takes a balance of the masculine and of the feminine. And sometimes, if we don't understand or value the feminine, honor that space of being, honor that space of rest, honor that space of receiving, honor not always in action honor not always doing, honor not always moving forward, honor not always having to produce an outcome can allow a beautiful harmonization of both of these energies where you don't feel stretched, where you don't feel like you are so action focused and burnt out where you have no capacity for anything or to honor that you are not organized enough and planned enough and that nothing is actually moving forward. And so it's this beautiful blend of understanding yourself in both energies and then being truly receptive as to what do I need right now? So when I'm maybe feeling too overwhelmed or when I'm not feeling clear, this is when I know that I need to create some organization. I need to create some structure um, and I need to have a plan. But also if I'm not feeling high energy, if I don't feel open to downloads or ideas, or my creativity is gone, or I'm just not having fun anymore, or I'm not enjoying things, or I'm feeling burnt out, this is when I need to honor that feminine side and give myself the space and the rest. Because I know that when I prioritize that harmonization of the masculine and feminine energy, my best self shows up. My full self shows up. My highest self shows up. The energy that I actually want to create in shows up. Because manifesting an alignment is not about the outcome. It's part of it. Like, here's the thing that I've manifested. Here's the business that I've manifested. Here's the book that I've manifested. But for me, it's not about getting to just that end thing. But what was that journey like for myself? What are the beautiful stories and moments of pride and accomplishment and joy that I could share from that experience? Because it's not just about the outcome. It's about the process in order to get to that outcome. It's the honoring of all of that in-between space. And I don't think that we honor that in-between space so much. That space of creation, the energy flow of creation, not just the, hey, I did it. It's done. Wipe my hands clean of it and walk away. There's no fulfillment in that. It's who are you becoming to create that thing? What are all those moments in between to create that thing? That's, That's the feminine energy. And with the commitment to myself, way number five that I am really prioritizing my alignment work through this season of my life is watching the voice of my ego self versus my higher self. And so, in a space of new, uh, new business, new mes- messaging, new offers, um, unknown territory, unknown cash flow projection next year moving forward, unknown, unknown, unknown. It can be very easy for the ego to pop up. and I've recognized this in myself so many times this year. The ego voice is harsh. The ego voice will guilt and shame you into action. The ego voice will blame. The ego voice will make excuses. The ego voice will compare. The ego self will judge. The ego self will doubt. The ego self will want to know everything that's happening and try to create a storyline out of what's happening in order to protect you. And so when things are unknown, it's probably going to go to the negative in order to try to keep you where you are so that it has a known environment. Even if you're not enjoying that known environment anymore, and this is so key to understand, you may not enjoy the business model that you're in anymore. You may not enjoy servicing the people the way that you are servicing them or what you are teaching on now. You may not enjoy something, something in your life, the way that it's operating. But if we don't learn to trust our higher self and step into our higher self and learn that alignment work of our higher self, the ego will keep you where you are because it's known, even if that known is painful for you. This is where we become stuck in loops of staying in a rut or staying doing things that we don't enjoy. And we're like, ah, like, why do I keep doing this? Well, it's known, even if it's painful. And so the ego actually lives in struggle. The ego lives in fear. And so I've been mindful of whenever maybe anxiety or worry or doubt or jealousy or comparison pops up or having to try to predict something coming up and just getting quiet with myself and recognizing, okay, this is just my ego. I know that I want to move forward. I know that I will excel at whatever I do moving forward because it is a value of mine. I know that I'm honoring my joy because it's a value of mine. I know that I am operating from passion because that is part of joy. I trust myself for the path that I'm moving towards. That comes from the higher self voice. Your higher self is understanding. Your higher self is patient. Your higher self chooses love instead of fear. Your higher self chooses purpose instead of staying in comfort zone. Your higher self will be compassionate for the phases that you are going through. And so your higher self is a gentle voice within yourself. It's not a harsh voice of shaming or guilting you into action. And this is a way of operating that I have had to change. And I recognized this in tandem with honoring my feminine energy and my masculine usually overrules because of such conditioning from my ego, such conditioning of knowing how to get an outcome, even if I sacrifice my values, even if I sacrifice my well-being. Guilting and shaming myself into action because I think it's what I'm supposed to do or it's expected of me or I have this ego view of this is how I need to look or how I need to portray myself. Judging and comparing myself and not feeling good enough and or looking at another woman's business and being like, oh my God, I want that. Like That needs to be me. No. Like it doesn't, like my higher self wants to create what is mine. My higher self wants to create on my own timeline, on my own vision of creativity, in my own version and description of what joy and well-being is for me. And so really getting quiet with myself and recognizing which which voice is talking to me right now and learning how to recondition for a higher self. There's so much conditioning from fear in our society. There's so much conditioning for hustle culture, grind uh, culture, um, reward on the other side of struggle, um, needing to sacrifice something in order for reward. And I've done a huge, so much of my alignment work has been to recondition myself and learn to trust myself for that new phase, which really brings me back to my first and bringing this conversation full circle for all of us is to honor a transitionary period. And so if I had monetary goals on this new vision for myself, my ego would play a lot bigger of a part than it has. If I had pressured myself into having to have an opt-in and a website and a new podcast launch and a book out and a new offer all within a month of like wanting to pivot, like that's my ego. Like there's no way that would have happened. It's just, it's not Physically possible from an energetic perspective or from the team that I have in place right now. And so just to honor that, like to honor the time, to honor the phase that you're in, and that everything has a transitionary period and to be okay with that transitionary period because who you are now is a direct reflection of everything that you have in your life. And so if you want a new messaging in your business or you want to serve clients with something that you're not serving them with now. Whether that's a teaching, whether that's a skill, whether that's uh, something, there's going to need to be that transition of you to step into that role, to step into a new messaging, to bring an audience along to see if they want to come with you. It doesn't happen overnight. Success never happens overnight. Success happens within a year. Success happens within a decade. Success, Success happens with a cumulative effect of all the changes that you are making. And success is never a deadline that we are arriving at. One of the things that I'm doing in my aligned sisterhood is really having them define what success is for them. And for me, success is not an action plan on a piece of paper. Success is not an income that I'm bringing into my business. Success is a feeling. Success is a lifestyle that I'm creating for myself. Success is how I'm operating and the energy that I'm operating within my life, business, relationship every single day. And so if my life and the areas of my life are not feeling the way that I want them to feel, then I am not being successful in those areas. And so looking at everything that I'm creating this year has to be in alignment because that is my, my definition of success is, will be my guiding force towards that aligned manifestation. So I hope this has served you here today. Um, I'll quickly recap what those five ways that I am prioritizing on my own alignment. And perhaps you can look into your life right now. You know, what's happening with yourself? You know, is there an area that you need to look on your, your vision and your timeline for that and what your expectation is? Is there an area that you need to look at for from your well-being, the commitment to your well-being? How are you operating? Uh, I'll plug something else here for well-being. Um, There are many times this year where I have stopped action and backed off. And I've talked about this in another podcast where I've taken 48 hours to step away from something, or I've shut my phone off for like three days or just backed off for a period of time without the guilt and without the shame and come back so much more revived. Because I've learned that it's better for me to pause and recharge than push through to try to create something while sacrificing and breaking a commitment to my well-being. The third thing was commitment to values. Maybe you yourself need to get clear on what your values are and start making decisions and operating within your values of those guiding principles for the life that you are creating. Number four was commitment to the alignment of my feminine er energy, honoring rest, honoring a creativity phase, honoring a gestation phase, honoring connection, honoring joy, honoring fun. And the fifth was really recognizing the voice of my ego versus the voice of my higher self. And this is the work. Like, this is the work of alignment. And I get so lit up by this because every time we can find one more clue towards alignment for what we are creating in life, that's one more inch towards more joy, towards more fulfillment, towards more success on your terms of what that definition is for you. So, thank you for tuning in today, my friend. I will see you on the next episode. Thank you for joining me on this episode today. My website, simplysara.com, is a great place for me to continue to support you on your journey to alignment, joy, and fulfillment. There you will find upcoming retreats that I am hosting, resources, books, and many other helpful tools to help you on your travels through this thing called life.